So even before I got back into the music scene, I was starting to get a feel for who's who, like who still plays, what band is they in, what clubs are even open and all that kind of stuff. And one name kept coming up, Caleb Taylor an expat from, from I want to say London, but just a, a British musician uh, who decided to put down roots in Montreal and uh, has a family here and is the leader of a group called the Caleb Collective. Now, he has always fascinated me because I thought, there's someone who gets it. Here's the way that music should be done. A collective of allied collaborative musicians working together to better each other's futures, like the whole good thing, right? And he seems like such a cool dude. Well, fast forward a little bit further and friend of a friend of a friend happens to be a drummer that I know named Derek. So I'm gonna go and check them out in Hudson tonight and see what they're all about. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. some really good people right there what an incredible band good vibe going caleb that's a good soul it's great to see derek smiling and just having such a wonderful time clearly a lot of stories there a lot of incredible karma we got to find some excuses to connect new mission on the radar interesting thing about the gig tonight that it took place at a microbrewery it's called cardinal brewing out in hudson beautiful little place quaint little room it looks like it used to be an old garage at the two big doors in the front and anyway just a, a kind of a cool decor so shout out to my man ty who was serving up the drinks he says what kind of beer do you like i said i like me a good stout because i got something just for you so he served me up what he told me afterwards was an oatmeal stout and at first I thought, oh, is this going to be like the first three sips are great and after I can't finish it? It was delicious. What a wonderful brew. There's got to be at least 20 taps on that wall. Got to go back. Got to go back. Cardinal Brewing, let's go. There's probably only one memorable bad gig that I can even think of out of the whole time that I've come back to music. And I think that the blemish of that bad night has been sort of wiped clean back at the same location tonight i just had a chance to be a human with the person that was causing me that kind of bad experience got a chance to sit and talk i just share like real intelligent conversation and show respect that stuff matters when you're dealing with idiots like you can't fucking possibly reason with them all you can do is be the better person and walk away or just you know be quiet or be respectful even though that person doesn't deserve but when there's good people that just happen to be the victim of bad circumstances together, respect and conversation and empathy always win is pretty much what I'm trying to get at. Like, it really does matter. Empathy is so important. If you think that it's worthwhile, if you think there's a worthy investment in another human being, a fellow human being, that's the only criteria. You just need to be a human <laughs> in order to warrant intelligent conversation and respect and empathy. That's my takeaway for tonight. Felt good couple of video production shoots this week for uh, my real estate hustle and it's always like a bonus when I get to fly the drone because you could charge a little bit more a little premium to put the drone up in the air uh, and get some 4k footage but on a day like today when it's freaking bucketing snow can't do it so it works out perfectly that the location that I'm going to just happens to be near the local Dorval Airport and there's a whole no-fly zone of course makes sense right logical that around the airport go go putting up a tiny piece of plastic in the air you know you could take down a Boeing so it's just I guess good karma it's working out can't fly today wouldn't want to anyway even if I had the choice good band rehearsal tonight 
the third one, set number three, that we're practicing and picking up the songs for our show on March 10th. And uh, I'm feeling super thankful. Like I was trying to tell them tonight, we were just we were just killing it on a lot of the music. You know, it's it, it's new for them because uh, everyone's got a different style and they're coming from slightly different musical directions. So we all are meeting in the middle. That's the nature of any band, but we're doing so after three fucking rehearsals. And it's not like we've been working hard to get that song to make sense. You know, like we got to figure it out. If it doesn't work, we ditch it, you know? And the, the, the band knows immediately like, oh, T-Bone's like, it's the song's gone. But there was a couple of occasions at least one that I can remember where there was a song and it was a U2 song and I love fucking U2 big time. But I looked over at Ram and I saw she was, she was trying. I feel like this song is slipping through our grip. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something. And then she just sort of, she was freaking, she was mining hard to get the freaking tap the emotions out of it. And it like, it caught my attention. Like that one might just stay because of that little effort, that little dig. How do I describe this? You know, we are speaking the same language. We have been from the beginning, but we're finally starting to be able to understand the sense of humor of the language that we're speaking together. The fineries, you know, the sarcasm, the polite sarcasm, knowing where to draw the line. We're getting that and it's so fucking cool. I've said it in a lot of my videos. I'm so thankful. Thankful for what? What are you thankful for? Like, but I'm really thankful tonight because I have an incredible band. These are good fucking human beings that are willing to put in the hard work and listen and learn and talk to each other and have drinks together and share stories. It's going to be a wonderful journey. <laughs> I never know what to expect when I turn on the camera. Oh, look at Cat. Look at that. My social media stream is a, an important source of inspiration. I really get a lot of karma and value and emotional satisfaction out of seeing other people being honest, telling the truth and sharing their wisdom, their experiences, because it's so chaotic. You never know when you just, you know, you, I lie down on the couch in the live room and I scroll up TikTok and I half expect to see some just fluff, garbage, whatever. And I also half expect to be inspired and just sort of maybe irrevocably changed by sitting down and watching a TikTok. You never know what to expect. And that happened to be yesterday. After the rehearsal last night with the Visionaries, I was feeling really fulfilled, very um, sort of nostalgic. And uh, there was a post that came up that really knocked me out. It was basically trying to convey that all love is unconditional or it should be. The premise of the post was that if there are conditions to the love, then it's not love. And that love is a gift, not a loan. It's not earth shattering. It's pretty obvious. It makes a hell of a lot of fucking sense. But you got to apply that. That's when it starts to become hard because you may be in a relationship that really does have conditions. You know, like I will only love you if you do this for me. Like what can we get out of each other? And that can be in a, in a partnership. That can be in a friendship. That can be in all kinds of different types of brotherly love or otherwise. It's such a powerful message. And it made me just in that moment sort of do a quick inventory of, you know, who am I willing to give unconditional love to? And that's selfish. That's 100% selfish. And I admit that as I'm saying it, I realize that's coming across as, well, who the hell do you think you are to decide? You know, well, that's the thing is that we all have that decision. We all have to decide who it is that we're going to give our love to. 
Doing so unconditionally means that you have to be prepared to make the time, make the effort, give that energy. So apart from immediate family and loved ones, there's this sort of inventory of energy that we have available to us to decide who we're going to give to. So when I think about my music projects or my business endeavors, that might not seem like a logical mix like business and love, but there is a lot to be said there. Like, I love music. I am willing to invest a lot of whatever inventory of energy that I have into things that are related to music. So beyond the inner circle of my family and friends, I have a certain amount of energy that I'm 100% willing to give unconditionally without expectation of return into that whole musical framework. It's so messed up. You don't always know what it is that you need to hear or what you need to receive in a moment. And that's why I love the chaos of social media so much. You just, you're sitting there thinking, I'm going to look at cat videos and all of a sudden you're smacked in the head with this like really important message. Somebody is out there trying to share their truth. And when you're at the right moment at the right time, it connects, it clicks. Love is a gift, not alone. And all love should be unconditional. Yeah truth. So on a day like this, when I'm doing my side hustle, my video production gig, and I have a show tonight with Jordan, my man Jordan, back from vacation, <laughs> and other shows, like tons of shows throughout the month of March. The debut of my five piece on March 10th, like so many great things are happening. I take full responsibility for that. I take full credit for any of the pluses and I take full responsibility for any of the minuses. We all have challenges in our life and despite whatever it is that I have to deal with in my private life, I know that everything that I'm doing now is saving my ass because if all I had to hold up as a trophy, if my only laurel was to say, I have a day job that pays the mortgage and I fucking hate it, but I have a day job. If that was my only laurel, and I'm talking for me personally here, I'm not judging anybody. I'm saying for me personally, if that's all that I had right now, I might not want to be around anymore. Like I might not want to even think about continuing on with that as the, the metal on my chest. It is because of the challenging life that I have chosen and doing the work that goes along with it, that shit is fucking saving my ass, man. And if that's something that resonates with you, you got some important decisions to make. You got to figure out what makes you happy. You got to do it. Can you smell that? It's St. Patrick's fever in the air. <laughs> Turning corners and drinking coffee and recording. What? You can't Tebow. So I'm on a mission to go get some swag, some green, what is it? Copper Kelly calls it. Oh, the plastic patties are coming out. Here they go. Yes, for you, Copper. Keenan, going plastic and green. Oh my God, don't put green on my beer though. That's the only thing. That's why if you drink Guinness, you're good because you know, you could put anything you want in it. That's too dark to notice your silly effort. It's a changing color. Why do I sound like a freaking drunken pirate? That's not Irish. I don't know. Gonna hit the dollar store, see what kind of crazy nonsense we'd come up with. Jordan already sent me some pics of him dressed in green crazy garb. He's such a fun dude. What a freaking chaotic fellow. I love him. We got a specific duo date coming up, baby. Let's get it. Gotta get some charms. I like the little steins. That's good. Maybe one of these too. There you go. 
in all the years I played the St. Patrick's Day parades and stuff, this would have come in so handy. Look at that, drinking barrel. <laughs> come on. I kind of like the entrepreneurial whirlwind. It's truly like a whirlwind. I got a pretty crappy short-term memory, so I've been counting on devices like my iPhone. And prior to, you know, internet culture, I had an agenda book, like, you know, to know where my gigs were up in the Laurentian, like everything handwritten. Always had some kind of memory aid in my life to keep me on track. And I'm telling you, man, I love being busy like beyond busy and just constantly doing stuff that i love all day it's like a different freaking thing every hour and a half oh i'm going here doing this i'm like ah what the hell and that freaking organizational schedule just keeps me on track where do i go calendar google maps where am i supposed to be point me in the right direction that 10,000 foot view though of the master plan that makes sure that all of those little tidbits are all sort of focused onto the same milestone down the road. It makes it so easy to know that every single thing that I'm doing is part of a master plan. It's not just a mistake that I'm going in 18,000 different directions. When you start to pull away and you see where all of those directions lead, it's very much motivated by one single focus. And this time next year, it's gonna be fucking amazing. Holy shit. Hey, we ready for some jammers. Let's have some people over. I think I called a lot of people.